Welcome to the Shine Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Canadian, and I am so grateful that you are here. I am a wife, mother of three boys, certified massage therapist, and an alcohol-free sobriety coach who helps driven women break through their alcohol dependency without the traditional 12-step program. Each week, I will bring you inspiring guests with focus on mindset, health, and spirituality, providing you the tips and tools to help you create unshakable confidence clarity, and energy so you can unleash your creative potential and live the life of your dreams alcohol-free. So tune in for some fun, and if you are ready to shine, welcome. Welcome to the Shine Within podcast. I have a wonderful guest here. Her name is Michelle Montez, and she is an expert makeup artist, educator, and licensed cosmetologist based in the San Francisco Bay Area. Yay, area. <laughs> California. I'm also from the Bay Area. That's why I say that. <laughs> With nearly two decades of experience in makeup and hair artistry, ranging from runways, TV, fashion, photo shoots, woohoo, to celebrity weddings and royal family affairs. Wow. Her work has been featured in a diverse range of international publications and television. She is passionate about helping empowered women become the elevated glam version of themselves with her four C's of makeup. Thank you, Michelle, for joining me today. I'm so excited to talk about beauty. Yay, thank you, Gina. This is amazing. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely, because I love all things beauty, and Mm -hmm. I feel that I was never taught properly at a young age how to put Mm -hmm. on makeup. Uh, I actually wasn't allowed to wear makeup until I was 16, but a little side story, (laughs) my mom would get very mad. (laughs) But when I was starting to become uh, in junior high and 12 years old, 13 years Mm -hmm. old, what I would do, I was literally go ahead and pick up my friend because we would walk together to school. Yeah. And like her mom allowed her to wear some makeup. So Mm -hmm. I would like take some of my sister's makeup because she's yep. like 10 years older than me. Right. So she's like in her, her 22 or so. And then I would go over to my friend's house and I would start putting makeup on, like just slapping it on. I was just slapping it on. But the thing is I was just slapping it on and it started becoming crusty. It started becoming cakey. And then my mascara was all smeared and very dark lipstick. I don't know if I was going through this like chola phase or whatever. Those flannels, like it was my gangster phase. And I was just like, oh my goodness, I can't put makeup on. And all my life, I was getting a little bit better and better and better, but I never knew how to put proper eyeshadow on or how to put Mm -hmm. proper foundation on with the nice, proper, like, you know, the shimmery stuff, that glowing stuff. The highlighter. The highlighter, (laughs) yes. And so it wasn't until recently that I started doing my own makeup, like within the last Mm. five years. And I'm 41 now. Oh, wow. I am. This is why I'm very excited to have you on my show because... (laughs) Everyone needs to learn how to do makeup. And I just want to know a little bit about your background and what got you so inspired to become a makeup artist. Um, well, um, I started, actually, I didn't start with makeup early. I Like you were not allowed to touch makeup, but color for me was something I lived for. My coloring books were like my favorite possession. My art supplies were like no one was allowed to touch them. So I I kind of through my school years, I was obsessed with all of that. Um, yes, not allowed to touch makeup at all till I finished high school. So um, then I was allowed like, you know, a little bit of a lipstick, but 
I read an article about makeup schools and it got me thinking because I was forever pouring over all the big the magazines and said, okay, color and makeup. I think I want to do this. And <laughs> then I dove in with everything I had. I finished my cosmetology. This is back in India. And uh, yeah, and then I got an opportunity to work with a makeup artist there. She mentored me for about a year. And then I was, yeah, thrown into the deep end. And I started doing work with magazines. I actually started working, uh, doing features with magazines for royal families across India. So the whole of North wow. India. Wow. Oh my it gosh. It was a Sorry. lot of fun. <laughs> wow, you're so lucky. <laughs> I was. I was really lucky. I mean, as you know, fresh new makeup artist, I would practice on friends. Most of my friends do not enjoy makeup. So that was hard. I was literally pinning them down. Like, okay, I'm going to do something for you. <laughs> but yeah, this opportunity came and they loved the work. First, In fact, first thing I said was no to them. I was like, I don't want to do it. So my friend's like, why? Oh, it's good. they're going to be stuffy and they're going to be mean to me. And she's like, No. <laughs> work you're worth it okay and oh my god that experience it was amazing and the princess was so sweet so nice and it just then it started and it was like a monthly thing with the magazines and then the wedding makeup started so Indian weddings as you know are pretty pretty crazy so yes (laughs) yeah They're like four days worth, right? Or longer. It, it can go up to longer, but yeah, like it's a minimum three day three day affair. Wow. wow. So, so yeah, so it just carried on and then I got the opportunity to do makeup for the royal family for their wedding, uh for the their son's wedding, the crown princes. And I was doing the groom side. So got to stay in a palace. I, I was doing makeup like twice a day for the same people for seven straight days. And Whoa. That was... <laughs> How was your wrist and your back? <laughs> <laughs> I was younger then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Probably didn't even phase you, right? <laughs> no, honestly, it did. And I was like, okay, I can do this. But wow. uh, now, now I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that, was, that was over 10 years ago. <laughs> wow, that's incredible though. So seven days a week, you were actually working on so seven uh, days, twice every twice, day. Twice every day. Wow. Twice every day. So morning session, morning parties and evening parties. <laughs> so yeah, that carried on and it was it was all these years. But seven years ago, we my husband stumbled upon this opportunity to move to the US and we're like, okay, it's an adventure. And moved here, didn't know anybody and we moved with a one-year-old and a four-year-old. So I was home trying to figure out life, a completely different life here. So that took me a few years. So I had to take a break, but um, I got back in and now I'm doing boudoir shoots. I'm doing branding shoots for women entrepreneurs. And that honestly is so much fun when you get to know these driven, amazing women with their such interesting businesses so it's it's a lot of fun and of course the weddings are there I miss the royal yeah (laughs) who would be royal here in the U.S. I don't even know (laughs) but yeah so 
but this is a lot of fun so i'm getting to know amazing human beings like you so oh thank you yes and i did have the pleasure of having michelle do my own makeup and i loved it and hair as well and yes for some photo shoots that i had yes. done as well that was so fun and i enjoyed it tremendously and you do incredible you actually taught me a lot while i was sitting there because i would ask questions yes. like hey what kind of makeup uh, brushes is best you know what is the best makeup to use do you actually do lessons on i do it is my passion it's always been my passion to teach uh makeup because i realize most women are they get so confused and overwhelmed that they back off and say no i'd rather either go in full hog which they they don't know what they're doing or just back off and say no i can't do it so yes i do offer makeup lessons and i go in deep so it's not like a one off you know i have you for an hour or an hour and a half and then you're out on your own it, it i've realized that does not work it is something you have to practice it is not something that you learn and you're good to go it isn't like that so it's i do like a 3 day uh, session 2 hours each and i don't do it in one go so you have one week between each session to practice to figure out what you need so the first is i do a makeup audit go through what you have figure out what works for you what doesn't uh, and obviously give suggestions of what would work for you for your skin for your um you know your color your uh, shape face shape so all of that and then we go uh, dive deep into uh, complexion that's the next lesson well for the first lesson i also give you a 5 minute everyday look that you can practice so you can ease into the makeup you don't have to be overwhelmed by each and every step so it's literally five steps you do it it takes 5 minutes and you're out of the door The next one is like a deep uh dive into complexion where you learn about your skin what looks good what skin care you actually need and we do a nice soft makeup which you can do for the day and then you can kind of amp it up for the night and then the last one is creating your glam signature look again whatever glam means to you not what it means to me so it's highly customized I would so. love that. Yes, highly <laughs> customized is important because everybody's like you said the shape of It's... our face is different. Every like, oh, eyes, yeah. Every feature is different and you cannot say and you know when you go on YouTube they're all doing makeup for their face, for their skin, for their features. You're yes. not going to learn that because if you replicate that it will not look good on you. It's and I'm guilty highly. of that too, so I've gone on YouTube. <laughs> no, I've gone on It's a good once you know your face after that if you go into YouTube you know how to customize it to yours. So I wouldn't discount YouTube but yes you need to know where to start and what to take in and what not to. Cuz what happened is like what you said is I was trying to do like the makeup as they were doing it on themselves and it just came out horrible and I'm like why well because my eyes completely not round. <laughs> my eyes yep. a little slanted. <laughs> yep, you know? yep. So and... you're totally right. So that's why I think it's so important to have somebody like you spend time one-on-one -on -one time mm -hmm. and get something that's customizable. Yes. Something that, you know, you can go with your complexion, what what colors work for you because we're all different colors as well. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what looks good on us. So I'm excited about that. I also give out, you know, once you're done, uh when you're doing it on your own, I 
can FaceTime you or Zoom with you while you're doing the makeup. So you're on your own, but I am there watching you and supporting you. And if there is, you know, a bit of here and there, I you give will you fix support. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're not left on your own. That is super cool. Oh my gosh. So I wanted to ask you some questions about makeup tips because I get always asked questions about makeup and I'm like, well, I'm no professional. I've done it, but I'm not a professional kid and go to school for it. I just learned as doing it, but you're the professional. So Mm -hmm. the, the questions I get asked is when is makeup too much makeup? When you can see the layers, if it's cakey, if it's looking cakey, it is too much. Again, this comes down to social media. Unfortunately, yes, we, it's it's given us access to so many new techniques, everyone teaching everything. But makeup for video is completely different than makeup for uh, daily usage. So you see them dripping foundation and layering it. It looks amazing on video, yes. But if you do the same thing in person, you are caked up. I will give you an example for today. In the morning, I had a uh, make for my client who loves light, soft makeup. But she's going on TV today. She has a TV uh, interview. We caked it on. And I kept telling her, do not look in the mirror. She's like, I know, I know we need this. And (laughs) this back and forth, it looks good. Look at yourself from a distance because the cameras, the lights are insane. And yeah, this is not how it's going to translate onto video. Onto video, it will still, it'll look really soft. But in her everyday, her her, I mean, she has get-togethers or parties, and when I do her makeup for that, it's completely different. It is soft. It, it, it skin needs to look like skin mm-hmm. when you're doing it for daily use. Yes, wedding will be slightly more thicker because you know you've got you're meeting people. You can't mm-hmm. look cakey for them, but you've got to good look good enough for photos and video. Mm-hmm. And then if it's like a full-on video, yes, you go, but you pack it on. So it depends on where what you are trying to achieve that makes total sense yeah so if you're on tv you need to put you need to kick it on oh yeah <laughs> with lashes too right mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like i don't want lashes i said you need lashes and you need the thick ones because because yeah. <laughs> you don't have any <laughs> well she did have but it still it disappears you I have disappears, to. Yeah. the lighting and the camera just flattens everything out so you have to rebuild everything Totally. Yes, that makes sense. So yes, like I said, that's why you're very important to have to teach us like, okay, it's different putting on makeup for the camera versus just if you're just every day. Now, Mm -hmm. speaking of every day, people are rushing in the morning, you know, they have Mm -hmm. kids, they have to make breakfast, and they're trying to look good too, as they go out to Mm -hmm. the world. (laughs) What would be a strategy for women to do like a five minute makeup or 10 minute makeup where they normally take like a half hour to make? Yeah, that's that's what I teach with my lessons. It's Use your fingers. You know your fingers are clean. Brushes, maybe clean, maybe not. Creams. And, uh, well, nowadays the formulations are amazing. You've got these amazing gel uh, blushes that you just slap on and, you know, use your fingers to blend it out. Amazing. You've got eyeshadow that is, again, gel-based. These are long-lasting products which don't need to be worked a lot. 
So a, a cream eyeshadow, a gel-based eyeshadow, slap it on, mascara. You can do a little bit of tight lining. Um, that's a technical term, but basically lining between the roots of your lashes. And uh, a little bit of blush, a little bit of concealer where you think that you need. Like under the eyes is the most common. And if you have a few blemishes, just go in, tap it in. That's it. Mm. You're good to go. Or you can add the gloss or the lip color, depending on what you want. But yeah, that's it. It doesn't have to be crazy. It And all of this takes five minutes. Use your fingers. Don't be in that thing that you have to use tools. Your fingers are your best tools and they are the cleanest. Mm. We often have this issue where uh, people start moving away from makeup or because they're not cleaning their tools and they say makeup has make my, made my skin worse. It's not the makeup that's doing it. If you are using dirty tools, if you're using expired makeup, yes, it will happen. Also, if you don't take it off at night, the most important bit. Two things in life for all of us. Sunscreen and taking off makeup at night. If you are consistent with these two things, your skin will thank you in your 50s, 60s. So, Oh my gosh, and I'm so guilty for sometimes not taking off my makeup and not putting sunscreen. The only one. No, I know. No, I know. <laughs> so for that, my cell water. Yes. For the lazy person. Lots Put it on water. your bedside with a few cotton pads. And when you're in bed, just Yeah. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> just put come on some water. Get it off, get it off, get off. <laughs> no, my cellar water, not regular water. Because now we're in the world of long lasting makeup. Everything stays, <laughs> nothing comes off without a little help. So, yeah, but, yeah, that's your most basic step. We, we do want you to take off your makeup fully, but something's better than nothing. Now, with the expiration, like, when you say, for example, I go to the store and I buy a mascara, how long mm. after I've opened it is it good until you think? So, mascaras actually have the shortest life. Mm. Once you open it, you should be throwing it out in three months. Oh, three months. Okay. <laughs> I got to do some day. <laughs> See, that's what I said. A makeup audit is extremely important. I'm like, whoops. No wonder why I'm probably getting pink eye. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't I have know, pink it's eye. the dry eyes. It's the crummy. Right, right. <laughs> Fallout from all the dry yes. mascara. And then you're wondering why is the mascara not looking good? Mm-hmm. It's clumpy. It's clumpy. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you've worked with a lot of makeup, right? And mm-hmm. what what's the best brand? There is no best. (laughs) There is no best friend. It's whatever works for the individual, right? Yes. (laughs) Also, every brand has something good. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that they have everything good. Right. You have to pick and choose. I love the fact that we can get samples here. Try it out. Take advantage of that. Samples are your best friend when it comes to, especially when it comes to complexion products. Mm -hmm. So concealers and foundations, skincare, try them out. Mm -hmm. You're going to only use those that you like. So like I had a a, a student and she never put sunscreen on. She's like, yeah, it's too much. It feels too pasty and I just don't want to do it. And how do you convince somebody to put on something basic like sunscreen, which is the most important anti-aging product 
ever <laughs> is to find a formulation that you like. Mm-hmm. And I showed her one and she's like, oh my God, this is amazing. All I want to do is slather it on my face every few hours for someone who never put sunscreen going on and actually doing it every few hours. That was amazing. So she's mm-hmm. like, I want to put it on. So that is, it has to make your skin feel happy. It has to make you feel happy and you will definitely. And there is no such thing as drugstore makeup is not good. No, there's a lot of good stuff now. Earlier, yes, I mean, 10 years down the line, eh, yeah. But now it's amazing what you can get for $10, $20. So explore. Yeah, you don't need to go to shop at Sephora. Target, your drugstore makeup is also good. Nice. Good to know because I was always like shying away from the drugstore makeup because I used to get it and I'm like, well, the only thing is I noticed that it would, wouldn't last as long as if yeah. the makeup that I would get at like Sephora, but mm-hmm. I'm starting to get some of the drugstore makeup and I feel like it's just as good. It just doesn't last yeah. as long, I guess. <laughs> then see, with, it's, with every product, it could be different. Like, I feel a lot of the drugstore eyeshadows don't tend to last. Mm-hmm. but the lip products are amazing. Uh, mascaras are amazing. A lot of the cheek products are amazing. So, you know, things like that. Don't you, if you're slapping on product, yes, do it in thin layers. The thicker it is, the sooner it'll fall off and the crustier it'll look. So you got to thin layers, clean stuff, non-expired stuff. Non-expired <laughs> That's yes. Great. Yeah. <laughs> because we don't look at it. It looks good. It smells kind of fine. Eh. The minute yeah. things start, the minute cosmetics start smelling like crayons, throw them out. Crayons? Oh, so I should yeah. be going to my makeup. I like, have a vanity, right? I should probably go ahead and my makeup drawers and go ahead and sniff and like, it's crayon? No. <laughs> you're good. You're good. This was smells like crayon. Go ahead yep. and toss that one. <laughs> So, like I was mentioning before, like I always had the hardest time applying eyeshadow because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was always, I'd always just do the eyeliner and that was it. Mm-hmm. What are your tricks and tips that you would give to apply a good eyeshadow? Just maybe we will just talk about not the evening eyeshadow, but like mm-hmm. the everyday, like everyday eyeshadow. Yes. For me, I for primer, eye primer is the most important step for your uh, long-lasting eyeshadow, whatever color you do, however many colors you do. So a uh, a primer, if you want a colored, you know, something that looks like a concealer that evens out the color on the eye is great. If not, that's fine. You get these gel uh, eyeshadow sticks. A lot of them are long-lasting. I have really oily lids. So a regular, just if I slap on an eyeshadow, it will, it'll be, it'll disappear in about an hour. So eye primer or a gel base is extremely important and then go in with a powder. Thin layers is, again, I will, that's the most important. Layer it on, yes, but thin layers. So yeah. And shape, don't just blindly follow uh, what TikTok and Instagram say, <laughs> look at your eye shape. Okay. When you're doing makeup, keep your, don't keep your eyes closed when you're doing makeup because the look is when you're looking straight into the makeup, into the mirror is what you see is what the world sees. So follow that. That makes follow total it. sense. Yeah. Cause I always look down and I'm like, but no one sees my eyes looking down unless they <laughs> see me sleeping or something. That'd be a little creepy. <laughs> 
but like with just makeup, yes, you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Look in the mirror and then do your eyeshadow mm-hmm. that way because they're mm-hmm. going to be looking at you just face forward. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> and for women who are just starting to wear makeup mm-hmm. that are very brand new to it and want to explore their feminine and beauty side and everything, mm-hmm. what would you suggest for them? Or can you actually explain your 4C step framework? Oh, uh... So when I work with clients, first of all is consultation. Um, It is important to know your level of comfort with makeup. It is important to know what your end goal is. Do you want to look heavily made up? Do you want to show the world a perfect canvas and then makeup on top? Or are you happy with your natural look? You love your skin. You want your skin to show. You want eyes that are emphasized that you know the world can see from the other end of the room or are you happy with just a little bit of definition and you know things like that do you want you uh, your cheeks to look chiseled or are you happy with the soft glow the lips it goes the same way that each feature is I discuss with them and say okay what are we doing and then we go on to color I am not again with trends earlier it was well, at least in the Indian community, that you had to look fairer than what you are. So everyone was trying to go a few shades lighter. And I'm like, why? Own your color. Right. It's so important. Now we have a completely different one where, again, social media, everyone looks yellow. It's strange. You've got a yellow face and pink skin down here. <laughs> yellow face? Wow. So you have to identify your undertones and see what works for you. If you if you go pink easily, you have a pink undertone. Accept that. Please don't just be a yellow. And and it's not even Instagram and uh, you know TikTok. Even on TV, on television, a lot of makeup really? is. Oh, yeah! Wow, they need to fire yeah. that makeup artist. Whoever did and they're, they're not. I mean, they're smaller productions or even bigger ones. It's suddenly, you have this person with a yellow face and a pink chest. Like, no, let's not. You don't have you. Color matching is so important. And uh, uh, so, yes. So for me, color is that's what I pride myself in trying to get as close to your own skin color as possible. And, uh, yeah, so coverage, you don't have to go as thick as possible. You don't have to tell the world you're wearing makeup. A light layer goes a long way. You want to look flawless? Yes, let's put it on. But thinner layers, so it lasts long. It doesn't get crusty. And you have to keep it. I mean, makeup should, if done properly, can last 8 to 10 hours easily. So that's what we are going for. And then confidence, the makeup that you wear. I've had clients who say for events uh, that, you know, I walked into the room and I felt like I owned the room. And that is what my aim is to have help you achieve is the confidence that you are ready to take on whatever there is when you have makeup on, which makes you look and feel like a bombshell. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yes. Makeup, bombshell look. <laughs> and you have, you have to look it and you have to feel it. Right. I always say you have to feel beautiful not only inside but mm. outside. <laughs> yeah, because when you catch a glimpse in a glass or, you know, a mirror, it's like, oh, wow. 
it has to be you have to stop and say oh wow that's what we need because yes. it it brings a spring to your step it gives you the confidence it really does it you can then take on the world you're 100% right because i always give the suggestions to my my clients i'm like you know what if you ever feel like you're low energy or your mm-hmm. your self esteem's down just go do your hair and makeup real quick and then see how you feel oh. right afterward <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, oh my. Oh, look at that. And I'll give I mean, I'll give my own example. Through the pandemic, I was doing makeup. I mean, we were all doing makeup with masks on and hair tied up. You can't touch your face. You can't touch your hair. Obviously, that is still on. But it's like nothing is visible. The my masks were always like tightly put and they were right up to under my eyes. and it's like who's going to put makeup on forget it it's not i mean this is of no use if i just have to put a little on my forehead <laughs> like forget it and i got into that comfort zone of eh who's going to do it i stopped looking at myself in the mirror before i went for a job and i'm like eh. i mean did you remember when i came to your place i had no makeup on <laughs> <laughs> that's right but you still look beautiful <laughs> No, but I didn't feel amazing. I felt, ah, it's a job. So, no, it I didn't feel like it was a job job, but yeah, it it, it didn't I didn't have a spring in my step. Yeah. I have to say. I still put in my best effort, but my confidence in myself as a human being was lower. Mm. So now even though like I have to I had to get ready and be out of the house at 7:15 in the morning. I still took the 10 minutes to put this face on <laughs> maybe not this lipstick but you know slapped on a gloss and was out and it it did it did feel like okay i'm ready to take on this project yeah with all my confidence so Because, it's for okay. everyone mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what field you're in it's for you it's for your confidence Yes, I love that because confidence is so big and many women don't have the confidence anymore. And yeah. they just took, you know, just if they even if they woke up just 10 minutes earlier, you know, uh, mm-hmm. just to put on some makeup mm-hmm. and I'm sure they'll make their yeah. day feel go by so much more smoothly because <laughs> they'll yeah. have that confidence and they're like, "Yes, I can take on and anything." Yeah. <laughs> and it helps with your mood, you feel happier. Yes. But I'm noticing yeah. as I'm aging, Mm-hmm. things are changing you know my facial yeah, features are gravity. changing i'm trying to yes exactly i'm trying to like <laughs> age gracefully and beautifully mm-hmm. no for someone who's in their 40s like me <laughs> what would me. you yeah, <laughs> see you're both in their 40s what would you suggest to women who are aging but still want to have that youthful appearance uh focus on your skincare well we should be focusing on our skincare all the time uh, i mean starting from 18 19 but yes um hydration is important what you eat and what you drink water is so important so what you eat and drink reflects on your skin so hydration is going to soften your features immediately so if i always tell my brides anybody with a special occasion that if you want me coming in and doing your makeup i need you to drink water which then reflects Obviously smoking alcohol is something we need to stay away from. Yes. Moderation is okay. Well, not with smoking, but yeah. <laughs> Moderation <laughs> is okay, but yeah, you need to know when to. Yeah. So that 
thin layers again emphasis on that you don't have to kick it on and as you get older you will see things start to go south unfortunately (laughs) i know it's like gravity help (laughs) so we want to uplift everything so all your your blush your bronzers they all go upwards instead of you know (laughs) sideways your eye makeup goes upwards yes go up up (laughs) that is hilarious so my mom right so she likes to she used to wear a lot of makeup when she was younger Mm -hmm. as she's older she's like 70 she's gonna turn 73 next month oh wow yeah so she's like oh i don't wear that much makeup anymore i don't like it you know and it's not Mm -hmm. and i'm noticing her skin looks still fabulous but she likes it more of a is it true that when you're older, more of a dewy look is mm-hmm. is better it's instead better. of yeah, instead of like the regular makeup they used to wear the probably matte, when they were younger. Yeah, the matte, so yeah. We can we can get away with matte right now, mm-hmm. but with uh, as you get older, collagen is well reducing in our skin. So if you put on matte makeup over skin that has lost a little bit of elasticity and collagen. It emphasizes every fine line. When you go in with a dewy product, it kind of blurs. It gives it that blurred effect, and that gives the illusion of a smoother skin. Ah, I see. Yeah, because I was like, I love the highlight, and that always made my skin a little bit more healthier and youthful. But I've never tried the dewy stick, so I have to like, I want to experiment with different things because I want to look nice. You know, I I feel like I I always would want to wear makeup when I go outside. I always have to look in the mirror and say, okay, am I presentable? (laughs) (laughs) If my hair is not presentable, then I would put a cap on or if I have no makeup on. Yeah, high ponytail and then the big sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe some lip gloss and then I'm good to go. (laughs) That's if I'm like in a super rush having to drop off the kids to school or whatever. Yeah. But I feel that the something simple would be nice to put. I, mm-hmm. I like mascara. You know what? Mm-hmm. One trick that I've done, and you can mm-hmm. give me your opinion on this, is that I would just take my bronzer, mm-hmm. and then I just put the bronzer real quick, or put the, the uh, just powder bronzer, and I use the bronzer as like a little eyeshadow. <laughs> that <laughs> is again something that I teach in my class. It, oh, neat, yeah. Because, yeah, because it's it's a natural, just a warmer tone. You're emphasizing the crease of your eyes with that and it looks natural it doesn't look gaudy and even if you are rushed and you're not doing the most perfect job it still looks natural so you get away with it wonderful so i'm doing the right thing yes you are (laughs) that is so awesome now where can people find you your work oh well i'm get lessons (laughs) (laughs) my website is michellemontesmakeup.com and I am on Instagram and Facebook. It's Michelle Montes Makeup Artistry. That is my uh, Instagram handle. That so. is so awesome. Now, is it true that the makeup industry is $532 billion? <laughs> in the billions? And growing. And, and growing. growing. <laughs> that is so awesome. Yeah, that I can see why because women need to feel beautiful and what would you say to those who are like you know what i want to put makeup on but i'm beautiful just the way i am oh, um I, I totally support that yeah you see me Gina. It's, makeup is it's therapy for me but i don't do a whole lot every single day and it, it's perfectly all right good yeah have to look good in your own skin you have to feel good but 
like we nourish our bodies with food you need to nourish your skin too mm -hmm. so it's it's all connected yeah hydrate 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 right eat well <laughs> all the yes. antioxidants and, and all of that helps and then tell the audience too what are, like the top reasons why they should hire professional makeup makeup artists just like yourself well we won't be doing a trial and error it will be we know what to do <laughs> you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like we're the professionals, okay? We're the professionals, been doing it for nearly two decades, so know exactly what will look good on you. Uh, obviously, take your input on it because it's your face after all. <laughs> but yeah, do something that emphasizes your best features and uh, make it last much, much longer. You'll notice when you do your own makeup, it may end up reducing or vanishing way quicker than when a professional does it it is it's all about the layers the how thin they are how well they are blended so i mean i i live and i breathe makeup all the time <laughs> so, it's, it's it's more of an obsession at this point but... <laughs> that's great yeah you have to be obsessed with your passion and yes. that's what why you do such a great job and I was I admired you when you came to my house to do my makeup out last year uh you had the lighting there and everything mm -hmm. I'm like because I've gone to do my makeup everywhere you know they're all at the little Macy stores and stuff mm -hmm. <laughs> and I like the makeup but no one ever took the time to put good lighting and yeah you know, really paid attention to detail mm -hmm. and was just like, hey, because, you know, I was doing photos, right? You yeah. even asked me, hey, do you need me to stick around mm -hmm. to touch up your makeup during your photography? And mm -hmm. I thought that was brilliant. I'm like, no one ever asked me that before. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, over time, I realized, especially for, you know, shoots like branding, you're spending so much money on this whole project. Right. And if there's one hair sticking out or you have lipstick on your teeth, Honestly, no, I've had that. Photographers are not looking at that. Even women photographers, they are oh, not no. looking at that. They are looking at posing. They are looking at the big picture. Your job is to go in and say, okay, I've had so many times, I mean, the client is like, okay, I want this lipstick. And we go in, we set up the shot and like, no, that lipstick is not working for you right now with the outfit, with the whole, you know, background. Let's give it a pop or let's tone it down. So I've had that. I've had teeth covered in lipstick i've had to go change in i've had hair that is suddenly frizzed out and you're like oh no we gotta come back we gotta come back yeah yeah totally <laughs> so it's it's important to you know because you're investing so much time money energy into this you want to get it right the first right. time around and not regret and say oh i should have you know just an hour or two and i could have use these and be so happy about it so that's yeah <laughs> now do you have did you go to their house you go to their homes right yeah that's what I thought I'm like <laughs> that is so cool and studios and wherever wherever do you travel like far away places too yes oh wow I do. okay I wasn't sure about that I'm like I don't know if it was just because we're local here in the bay area <laughs> I travel all around that is it's awesome. a good way to get to know the whole the whole of bay area I feel yeah, the whole Bay Area is, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is a, an area that I love because I grew up here and mm -hmm. everywhere is different, you notice, so. <laughs> it is. 
So cool. So anything else you would love to share with the audience or any more expert tips you want to give out? Because I think I covered everything that I wanted to know or some questions that was asking me. Well, I feel just don't get overwhelmed. Simplicity is good. If something works for you, stick to it. Don't go to Sephora every chance you get because you will be overwhelmed. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, experiment. And uh, if you feel something that you're not good at, case in point, eyebrows or eyeliner, try doing it every day. You know, take that five minutes, just do that, focus on that one feature every day. I guarantee you it'll take five days for you to perfect that. So that is awesome. Now, yeah, quick question because we're talking about this. I wanted to ask you, Mm -hmm. okay. I'm going to a makeup store. I'm like, okay. I've never bought makeup before. Uh-huh. What are the five things or three things that you say you need to get? What's a necessity? Uh, mascara. I would say maybe a cream blush. Lip color, whatever you're comfortable with. Lipstick or gloss or, you know, a, a lip pencil even. Um, a concealer. A, not a heavyweight, a lightweight concealer. And that's it. Oh, great. So I wanted to know what are the most essential essentials for someone who's just... But it just also speaking. depends on your features. So if you are someone who whose eyebrows are really light, I would say, yeah, go in with, with an eyebrow pencil. But yes, more or less, this, these are your basics. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. <laughs> it was a pleasure having you on, Michelle. And I am so happy you. that the listeners can get all these wonderful tips and tools and <laughs> hopefully eventually reach out to you in case they are in case they're getting married or have yeah. like a photo shoot or <laughs> just want to learn and take makeup lessons from you. That's so awesome. Definitely. Thank you so much. loving what you're hearing go ahead and check out the links in the show notes and if you're aligned to leave a five-star review thank you